a long time. I had a lot of teacher friends who had been in teaching for like 15, 20, 25 years. And to them, leaving teaching was just, they just could not fathom it because you, but what about your paycheck? But what about your retirement? But what about like the safety of it all? And I just came from a different perspective of like, it's just not worth it to me that someday maybe there'll be this very small retirement fund. I would rather live my life now. And um, they just were really confused by it and worried for me. Hey there, welcome to Jam with Jen, Empowering Your Pivot. I'm an ex-corporate girl turned chiropractor who is on a mission to help others make their dream a reality. I'll be sharing real stories from people who have made that leap into living a life of success on their terms. Making the leap isn't always sunshine and rainbows, but it's about showing you that you too can have the freedom of life you desire. So let's jump right in. Welcome back to another episode of Jam with Jen. Today I have on Jen Liddy. Jen left her high school teaching career to avoid a life doomed by grading crappy ninth grade essays. In 2013, she made a terrifying leap into entrepreneurship and learned everything the hard way. Now as a content creation specialist, Jen helps personal brands step off the content creation dreadmill and get out of content chaos with strategies that easify, simplify, and actually make content fun. As one client has said, Jen takes the oomph out of content creation. So welcome. I'm so excited to have you. Thanks, Jen. Two Jens today. Yeah, it's a great name, right? It is, especially when you spell it with one N. Yes. So can you share a little bit um, about your business with the audience? Yeah, I'm, I have an online business. I uh, am a content creation specialist helping people who are experts in some field get themselves visible, get themselves seen and heard so they can make a business that feels good. Like we all get into our businesses for freedom of, you know, financial freedom, creative freedom, time freedom, location freedom, whatever it is. Uh, But then we find that there's something kind of tethering us to our computer or our desk. Often it's marketing and content creation. And so I've just created strategies and tools and frameworks to help people stop feeling like they're treading water in the deep end of the pool all the time. I love that. And I mean, coming from a a ninth grade teacher. I grew up, my mom is a teacher or was, she's retired now. Um, but that's, it's a lot of work to be a teacher and it's, it's exhausting. And so then jumping into having your own career and like doing all the content is, is a pretty cool, um, pivot and transition. It's really cool. When I think about several things, (laughs) I used to have to be in my classroom by seven twenty-seven, right? Like AM. And I couldn't leave until like the bell rang at 307. So mm-hmm. of course I would never leave at that point because there was so much work to do, but I would take home this huge bag of grading every single day and it would sit by the front door. Um, when I think about like having to take vacations only on, you know, those weeks where we had a break and you can't, yeah. you know, when I would have to call in sick, I'd have to do sub plans. Like I think about, oh, my favorite is I think about like, I would have to eat fourth period lunch at like 10, 25, or I would have to do like detention duty or whatever. I I think about the freedom I have from all of those things. Yeah. 
And that's a ton of different freedom, but then being an entrepreneur brings on all different types of stressors too. (laughs) Right. It's like you trade. I like, I think there's that saying out there that entrepreneurs will work, you know, 80 hours for themselves. They don't have to work 40 hours for somebody else. That is definitely, you know, that's definitely a thing for me too. Yeah. And I think people understand, like a lot of entrepreneurs like get that and they're like, well, you know, the, it is, it is what it is, but at the same time, I have so much other freedom yeah. that I, I didn't have before. Um, so can you talk a little bit more about maybe the mission behind your business? Yes. So what I found when I, when I left teaching and I went into my first business, it was a brick and mortar fitness studio. I had two business partners and I knew nothing about business. I was, you know, I'm going to put this in air quotes, but I was just a teacher, right? Like what do teachers know? And when you're a teacher, you're kind of beaten up. Like the parents think you don't know what you're doing. Your administrators think you don't know what you're doing. Your kids think you don't know what you're doing. And so all the time you're just like constantly feeling like, oh my God, I have, I have two master's degrees, but like nobody has any confidence in me. Mm-hmm. And you're always told like what to teach, how to do it. You know, there's always somebody observing you. So when I left teaching to go into this fitness studio, I really had a crisis of confidence in who am I to be running a business? I don't know anything. I'm not, you know, I have two master's degree, but I'm not smart. I'm not smart in business. I'm not savvy. I'm not ruthless. Like, so I thought all of these things about what it meant to be a business owner. So my mission is really to help people who are, you know, who have been in business a little while. I used to work with only beginning level entrepreneurs, but I really work with people who have been in business for a little while now to help them just get out of that constant belief that they're doing it wrong, that they have to do it all, that there's only one right way to do it. I'm really on a mission to help people create strategies that work for them because one of the things that I learned as a teacher is not everybody's brain works the same way. We don't all operate the same way. We don't all have the strength. So I like to help people learn their strengths and use their strengths to build a business that like actually is worth spending those, all those hours a week on. Mm-hmm. And you have to have content out there today, whether it's yeah. social media on your website, things like that. That's how people get to know you the whole, like get and know, like, and trust you. So, yeah. Yeah. It's kind of a non-negotiable at this point. And mm-hmm. if you're not doing it on, and one of the things I'd like to clarify up front is when I say content creation, I don't mean social media. Social media is a tool for mm-hmm. content creation and marketing, but it is not the only thing out there. And a lot of people equate that, but even if you are doing your marketing with like conversations with people or joining lunch club or going to, you know, the local chamber of commerce, like that's a full, you have to have your message down. You have to have your content ready to go. You have to know what you're going to be saying. So that if like, if you're getting into a conversation like you and I are having, when somebody asks you those questions, you're not like fumbling around. Yeah, that's perfect. Um, So when you were making this whole pivot out of teaching, did you have anybody, any critics that were like, are you sure you want to be doing this? Are you sure you want to be leaving that safe, like job of a teacher? Yeah. Yeah. There were a lot of, um, critics in my, um, in, so I was a teacher. I had been there for a long time. I had a lot of teacher friends who had been in teaching for like 15, 20, 25 years. And to them leaving teaching was just, they just could not fathom it because you, but what about your 
paycheck, but what about your retirement? But what about like the safety of it all? And I just came from a different perspective of like, it's just not worth it to me that someday maybe there'll be this very small retirement fund. I would rather live my life now. And um, they just were really confused by it and worried for me. Gotcha. And did you have people who were super supportive or that you leaned on for support? Yes. Um, so one of the, I think one of the biggest benefits for me was my husband is an entrepreneur. So I did not have that thing that a lot of people have where the person that you're living with is also like working for, um, a salary or a paycheck, you know, Mm -hmm. so he wasn't a teacher. He wasn't saying, but what about the, you know, what about 25 years from now? He, he got it. So he knew that it was a huge risk and he was like, we'll figure it out, which, which we did. I will say that the entire time I worked in that first business, which was three and a half years, we made zero dollars, none. There's a whole bunch of lessons that from that, but we, he was really carrying us for those three years. When I transitioned from that fitness studio business into my own business coaching, Mm -hmm. I made, you know, I was able to get where I wanted to go very quickly because I didn't have a brick and mortar anymore. I didn't have a $9,000 rent every month. There were a lot of things that shifted. Um, But I did have him in my back pocket going, you've got this, you can do this. I would say the biggest critic was myself because I just really didn't believe that again, like, who am I? I'm just a teacher. I don't know anything about business. And I didn't believe I could um, make it in business without being, you know, like cutthroat or aggressive or I wanted to make it my own. And I just had to figure that out along the way. Mm -hmm. Yeah. I, I am also, I can feel that I'm not like cutthroat either. And I feel like super honest. Like I will tell people like complete truth about everything. And that, that can be hard sometimes when you're trying to sell somebody something too. Yeah. And I feel like there's a difference. Once you get into the business world, you Mm -hmm. understand like, oh, there's a whole bunch of people like us, right? Like there's a whole bunch of people telling the truth. There's heart centered entrepreneurs, there's sensitive entrepreneurs. There's, you know, there's, it's not all like Gordon geckos. (laughs) There's just a lot of people and you kind of have to find your people so that you feel Mm -hmm. supported as you go through your journey. Yeah. Yeah. There are more, more people who are like, like us overall. Yeah. Um, Yeah. Yeah. What do you think has been the most challenging? Oh God, there were so many things. One, the, I will start with a huge lack of confidence, you know, not when I was a teacher, I mean, I could teach with my, I could teach anybody, anything. I could teach with my eyes closed. I could teach upside down. Like you put me in any situation I could teach. Mm-hmm. And so I just had a hard time believing that I had any transferable skills. That was a very, so huge lack of confidence. Um, there was also a huge learning curve. I remember when I started, so I started in 2013 in this brick and mortar fitness studio. So we had facilities, we had people working for us. Like we had trainers and people at the front desk and cleaners. And like there were so many things that were out of my depths that mm-hmm. I, I had to, like, there was just a huge learning curve in terms of that. But then, oh, now you have to learn how to do marketing. And I think this is a big struggle for people because we all get into something because we're an expert, like you're a chiropractor, right? Like yep. you're not a marketer. You didn't go to marketing school, but now all of a sudden you have to start marketing yourself. And that mm-hmm. was another huge 
um, hurdle because I remember sitting in the car, I would listen to podcasts, marketing podcasts over and over books. And none of it like made sense to me. And I would, I remember sitting in my car crying in the driveway going like, Oh my God, marketing is for other people. It's for smart people. It's for just like, it's not for me. I can't do this. And so I think another big part of my mission is like, if I can figure out marketing and content, like literally anybody can. So marketing was a huge hurdle that you, like you, there's no way around marketing and you're like, Oh, maybe I could hire out my marketing, but it's really expensive to hire out your marketing. Especially if you're a solopreneur, you're just getting started mm-hmm. or whatever. So I would say like, those are the biggest hurdles to yeah. start. What do you think has been the most rewarding? Um, well, the first time I made six figures, like that was really empowering because I was like, Oh, oh my God, I never did this before. I never even believed I could because again, you're given a salary as a teacher. And then Mm -hmm. in my first business, I worked my butt off. We were working like 70, 80 hours a week and we brought in zero. uh, We we could pay all of our bills, but we couldn't pay ourselves. So Mm -hmm. the first time in my, in the business I'm in now, when I made six figures, I was just dumbfounded. And that felt really powerful. Like, oh my God, I did it. And if I did it once I can do it again. That was big. That was really wonderful. Yeah. I love that. I have heard in places that like, once you make your first one, like hundred thousand, it's much easier to continue to grow or continue to make that, but getting to that first 100,000 sometimes can be the most challenging. Yeah. And you work really hard to get to that 100,000 and that's, Mm -hmm. it's completely unsustainable. So then like to get to the next level, there's a whole lot of shifting of identity you have to do. And also shifting of behavior because what got you to the 100,000 won't get you to the next level, whatever that is for you. And so that's where I am right now is figuring out how to tighten things up, offload things, rely on my team more so that I Mm -hmm. get out of the scramble, but just having proved it to myself was very rewarding and like kind of mind blowing. Like if I could do this, I can really do anything. Yeah. That's, that's awesome. Um, and it, that, that's what sometimes the, the monetary value is in everything, but it solidifies or it holds true that what you're doing is helping people and you're making a difference. So, yeah, that is incredibly rewarding because there's, you know, as a teacher, your whole reason for being a teacher is you want to help people. Like that Mm -hmm. is why people become teachers, right? So to be able to do that in business while having time freedom, location freedom, money freedom, um, that's really rewarding for me. But it's also really rewarding to see a client who comes in completely overwhelmed or not knowing her message or being afraid to make an offer or call to action. And like, she feels pushy in her marketing to show her how to do that without, you know, to show her how to have the courage and the clarity to do it. And like, to just like, I, you know, I was on a call yesterday with my mastermind group and the stuff that they're moving through now is so much faster than it would have been a year ago when like everything felt much harder. So it's really rewarding to see the growth in my clients too. Yeah. Perfect. If you could look back, knowing what you know today, if you could look back to your five-year-old self, is there anything that you would tell her? Um, He was told to be quiet a lot. 
like she was told she was too much and she was told that she didn't really like the things that she wanted. She was really selfish for having the things that she wanted. Mm-hmm. And that was a message that kind of continued throughout my childhood and into my teenage years. And so I had to undo a lot of that because marketing and content creation and running a business in general requires you to be seen and visible. So it's okay to be seen. You know, people want to hear from you. Um, you're valuable. You're, you matter. Your voice matters. Your content matters. What you have to say matters. And most of all, you're not selfish for wanting the things that you want in the way you want them. I love that. Do you have any good podcasts or books that you recommend? Well, one of the things that I think, especially for new entrepreneurs, but really for all entrepreneurs, we need to constantly work on our mindset. And so depending on where you are in your mindset journey, um, one of my favorite money mindset people is Denise Stuffield Thomas. She's got a lot of really, she's, she wrote, um, chillpreneur and get rich, lucky bitch. And she's got a lot of great money mindset stuff that especially women entrepreneurs come to entrepreneurship with, uh, Mm -hmm. like money hangups. They don't want to ask for money. So that's a big piece of mindset work to do would be to just listen to her podcast as one of my favorites. Okay. And you have your own podcast too, correct? I do. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. Do you want to share a little bit about your podcast? Sure. It's called content creation made easy. And every week we focus on something realistic, sustainable, doable to help you make content creation, you know, to easify it is what I say. Like, Mm -hmm. um, sometimes I'll talk to an expert who's, you know, an expert in something I'm not, that's another like nice thing. We don't have to be experts in everything because there's always somebody else out there who's willing to talk about it. Yeah. Um, but yeah, content creation made easy. We, we put out an episode every week and actually sometimes I'll coach one of my clients on it. So once a month, I'll ask one of my content members to do uh, if they want a live coaching call. And those are really helpful because people like hear somebody else getting coached and then they can apply it to themselves. Perfect. And where can people connect with you online? Um, They can connect with me on Instagram or Facebook, like both of those places. I'm at Jen Liddy Coach. Um, my website is jenliddy.com and I'm a one end Jen. So it's just J E N L I D D Y. Um, but those are the two best places to find me. Perfect. And I will link all of that up in the show notes. And I believe, um, I was taking a look at your website. So you have like a membership site mm-hmm. and then is it, um, uh, like a mastermind to you have with all of that? Yeah. So people normally come to me because they, want to get in to get some help with their content. And Mm -hmm. if they're ready for like a bite-sized nugget and they want like weekly support in a group membership format, the content creator studio is a great solution for them. Um, It's a low cost membership that gives people support without the kind of handholding or intense, you know, support of a mastermind. But if they're, when they're ready for more then they can move into the mastermind, which is a small group coaching program. We're generally in there. We choose one big thing for you to work on over the next 90 days, like your lead magnet or, um, you know, your website needs to be overhauled, but like they, they have something that's been on their list that's driving them bonkers. And Mm -hmm. so in the, in the mastermind, I take them through exact, and I, I'm like holding their hand, I'm giving them feedback. I'm looking at their stuff every week. So it's just a different level of support. Gotcha. And is there any other advice you'd like to leave the audience with? 
Well, I know that pivoting is really scary and you have no idea what's on the other side, but when you are spending so much time, like unhappy in the place that you are, and you're wondering like, what could it be like? And is this possible? And you, you're so sick of yourself. Like you probably have to get sick of yourself before you make the leap. But if you can trust that, you know, it's not a, it's a very zigzaggy journey and there's no one right way to do it. Um, I'm not saying it's easy, but it is totally worthwhile because I left, I mean, I had to get, I, had, I still am paying off my master's degrees for a job I don't even do anymore. But I would say that everything I learned about being a teacher, um, I now use in my business. And so I promise you it all kind of zips up together and is worthwhile. Yeah. Perfect. Thank you so much, Jen, for jumping on today. Thanks. much for listening through another episode of jamming with jen if you'd like to connect more reach out to me on instagram at dr jen forstner and make sure that you like and subscribe to the podcast so that you're always up to date with what's going on